Bobby Cohen is back, and his show is Takeover Talk. And here is Bobby Cohen. Thank you to all my listeners. It's Monday, June 3rd, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And today is another live power hour of Takeover Talk. I'm your host, Bobby Cohen. I welcome all my listeners here in the United States, as well as those worldwide. Our focus will be to assist you in acquiring the most current and comprehensive information on potential public takeover targets in the U.S. capital markets. Remember, remember, I'm just guiding you to this information. You need to do your own due diligence before buying or selling any stock. M&A, which is the acronym for mergers and acquisitions, is unpredictable, and it's usually not, not in the best interest to acquire stocks solely because rumors are percolating. You have to like it as a standalone company as well. Okay, like I mentioned, today is Monday, June 3rd, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and today is another live power hour of Takeover Talk. I'm your host, Bobby Cohen. Wow. I'm going to just say it again. Wow. I'm taking another victory lap. That's correct. If you remember, on my August 6, 2018 national show on BBS Radio, I had identified Cypress Semiconductor, symbol CY, Charlie Yellow, as a potential takeover target. I believe the stock was trading at approximately $17.50 back then. Let's fast forward to today. That's correct. Let's fast forward to today. And bingo! Cypress Semi, symbol Charlie Yellow, is trading at $22.50, up 25% today in one day. You want to know why? Because German chip maker Infineon is buying Cypress Semiconductor for approximately $10 billion with a B. That comes to $23.85 a share in cash. Wow. Unbelievable. I'm pinching myself. A couple weeks ago, it was Avon. Before that, it was Zayo Group, and today, and today is now Cypress Semiconductor. So, let's add Cypress Semi to the list of companies that I had identified as potential takeover targets 
that were bought out. What? Who is on that list? Okay, let's go. Pandora bought out. Bojangles bought out. Red Hat bought out. Tesaro bought out. Celgene bought out. Mellanox bought out. Papa Murphy's bought out. Speedway Motorsports bought out. Zayo Group bought out. Avon Products bought out. And now, and now we add Cypress Semiconductor, symbol Charlie Yellow, to the list of companies that I had identified as potential takeover targets that were bought out. Wow. Takeovers are alive and well. It doesn't get any better than this. I have to tell you, this is a great feeling. It's unbelievable. Like I always say, I will not abandon my post. I have a job to do. My job is to help all my listeners worldwide, all my listeners worldwide, to assist them in identifying potential takeover targets. That is correct. There seems to be a robust amount of M&A on Wall Street these days. Remember, there just seems to be a definite romance between Wall Street and M&A. Now, a little housekeeping. Like I mentioned, Takeover Talk is now charging a nominal, it's a nominal $5 service fee. So to everyone listening, if you're listening live or in archives later, there is an, a $5 nominal service fee to listen to each national show. All listeners worldwide, come on, you're on the honor system. And we ask you to finish listening to your individual show first before remitting payment. We accept PayPal and Venmo. Just use TakeOverTalk at AOL.com. That's right. Just use TakeOverTalk at AOL.com to remit payment when using either PayPal and Venmo, okay? Again, all my listeners worldwide, you're on the honor system. It's a nominal $5 service fee. Thank you all. I do appreciate that. Now, now, I want to mention, since Cypress Semiconductor, symbol Charlie Yellow, just got taken over, the logical question is, who could be next? Who could be next in the semi-space? I had mentioned the name a few months ago. I am going 
to mention it again to all my listeners worldwide. It's Amberella. That's right. The symbol is Adam, Mary, Boy, Apple. That's Amberella, which is in the, it's another semiconductor player. Stock is currently trading at $38.26. The 52-week high of Amberella is approximately $52. And the 52-week low is $30. Now, in the past, in the past, there had been rumblings that maybe Intel was looking at Amberella for an M&A transaction. So maybe Intel, if there was to be a price, right? If, 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 maybe, maybe $60, maybe Maybe $65. And maybe, maybe even $70. Again, that is Amberella. A-M-B-A. Could be, could be another play in the semi-space. Could be, could be a potential takeover Target, Amberella, put that on your radar screen. I want you all to do your own due diligence on that name. I just want everyone to know, in a few moments, I have a special guest. That's correct. I have a special guest. Another, another high high-level executive from RumorHound. That's correct. A subscription model that RumorHound is, just so you know, is an AI, which stands for uh, artificial intelligence that helps you stay ahead of market-moving M&A rumors and beat the pros. That's on their Twitter feed. That's on their Twitter feed. So I am waiting for my friend Andres Diana to call me. He is head of product development. And I bet he has a lot of things to talk to all my listeners worldwide about. Okay? Again, it's unbelievable this. You know, Rumor Hound, again, I can't say more enough. It is a subscription model. I, I, I... I encourage all my listeners worldwide to go to their website, which is rumorhound.ai. Keep in mind, Rumorhound is an awareness tool and never provides investment advice. Okay? So please keep that in mind. And Andres Diana, who is head of product development, should be hopping on the show momentarily. Okay, like I mentioned, you can now also follow me on Twitter. That's correct. All my listeners worldwide, I encourage you all to follow me on Twitter. That's at Takeover Talk. That is correct. 
all my listeners worldwide. You can now follow me on Twitter at Takeover Talk. That is correct. Um, as an aside, a little housekeeping also. I did notice today the Fang stocks. I would be remiss if I did not mention there seems to be no place to hide today in reference to the Fang names. Across the board, they seem to be getting hammered today. Hammered. The Amazons, the Apples, okay? The Googles of the world, they just seem to be getting hammered and taking down the NASDAQ. That is correct. So I would be remiss if I did not mention that the NASDAQ, especially some of these fang names, are getting taken out to the woodshed. Two, K. That is correct. Uh, I'd like to, you know what? I'd like to segue just for a second. You know, last week I mentioned a handful of names that trade under under ten dollars that could be potential takeover targets. And I did get quite a few emails from my listeners worldwide asking me, asking me if I could revisit some of those names. Okay, if you have a pen and piece of paper, jot down these names. These are names that are under $10 that could be, could be. Potential takeover targets. Fitbit, symbol F-I-T, that's correct. Frank Ida Tom. Trivago, symbol T-R-V-G, that's right. Also, Bonds and Noble Group, B-K-S. Also, Zynga, Z-N-G-A. So I wanted to mention those names. I did get some emails in reference to some of my listeners worldwide asking me if I could revisit certain names that trade under $10 that could be, that could be potential takeover targets. Well, I just got a whisper in my ear. That Andres Diana, Andres, thank you for calling in to Takeover Talk. How are you, Andres? I'm doing great. How about yourself, Bobby? Great, great. Now, Andres, did I pronounce your last name correctly? Yes, it's Diana. Uh, it's okay. From uh, the top of it. Italy, actually. I got you, Andres Diana. Now, Andres, you're the head of product development, correct? Yes, that's correct. Over at Rumor, over at Rumorhound, I had already mentioned early in the show on your Twitter feed, Andres, that Rumorhound, and by the way, I want all my listeners to know worldwide, they could find you guys on the website of rumorhound.ai, 
And on your Twitter feed, it says an AI, which is an acronym for artificial intelligence that helps you stay ahead of market making and excuse me, market moving M&A rumors and beat the pros. And again, I'd be remiss if I did not say also rumor hound is an awareness tool and never provides investment advice. Correct. Now, Andres, welcome to the show. Please tell us again more about Rumorham. Uh, a couple, three weeks ago, um, I'm so happy that we were able to have one of your colleagues, James Tannehill, call in, and he was terrific. Uh, my listeners worldwide, he was, uh, you know, he was a breath of fresh air. There aren't, you know, obviously there aren't too many, too many venues where in- investors could go to to find information on potential M&A activity. There is Rumor Hound. Obviously, my listeners listen to my national show, Takeover Talk. So it's kind of like a natural fit. And uh, again, Andres, before I give you the floor, I, I, I'd be remiss if I, if, again, if I didn't tell my listeners worldwide to go to your website at rumorhound.ai, go through it. Uh, I know it's a subscription model, but I know you'll get into it. So you have the floor, Andres. Tell us, tell us again from the beginning about Rumor Hound. Yeah, happy, happy to do so, Bobby. So, you know, the genesis of this product was is sort of an interesting story. Um, our investors and, and advisors to our company uh, came from the buy side, and even though those types of individuals typically have access to some of the best information sources on the street, right? They're sell-side brokers, other buy-side clients, and so forth. Even those those levels of individuals could be blindsided by a market-moving M&A rumor that emanated from some unknown source, whether it's a Twitter handle or some blog that maybe nobody really pays that much attention to, but it had a really insightful piece of commentary or perhaps even access to some very you know important information. And so the, the challenge really becomes for these institutions, how can you possibly monitor this entire space? And the reality is that they can't. So RumorHound, in a nutshell, what it is, it's an artificial intelligence, as you mentioned, that has been trained as if it's your most prolific M&A, human M&A analyst, but of course, that never sleeps, never stops working. And it, uh, it's let loose on all of the, the public information that's out there on the web scouring for anything that looks like M&A and then consolidates and, and produces all that information in one, you know, concise place. And the problem this is solving for is the problem that these buy side firms have always had, which is that, or that increasingly have every day. And that is that M&A rumors are emanating from countless different sources. And those sources only grow more disparate over time. So nobody can monitor this much less understanding which of those sources are going to actually impact prices and which ones are just noise and you have to really kind of ignore, otherwise you're going to find yourself looking at a lot of garbage. And so the way that we solve this problem with the RumorHound tool is it leverages a bunch of underlying technologies, one of which is we call intelligent web scraping. What that means is that it can automatically find new sources to monitor and grow the number of sources that, it, that, that have the potential to produce market-moving M&A chatter. So when we launched the product, we had maybe a few hundred sources. 
Today, we're north of 350,000, just to give you a sense of how rapidly it's grown in the under two years that, that it's been live. And wow, that's a long, you know what, that, that, yeah. just so you know, I don't mean to speak over you, but that is some serious, serious, robust, robust growth. And again, Andres, I want all my listeners to know worldwide, I subscribe to your, you know, to rumor hound. I, I, I find that it's, it's just unbelievable. I mean, it's to me, it just, it's another, it's another tool for my toolbox. Yeah, and, 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 and that's exactly what, you know, we designed it to be. Um, you know, we realized that there's a need to, to sort of organize all of this information, but it, it's challenging to teach machines all of the nuance in how an M&A rumor can be described, right? Because people talk in slang. Uh, there's, there's all kinds of, you know, short abbreviated versions of, of, of producing an M&A rumor or a more you know, proper English type way. And, and the, the system has to be able to understand all of those various uh, differences and, and identify the correct chatter as M&A chatter and not something else. So it does a pretty darn good job of that. And then it produces a nice list, which, ha- which is organized by a, d- a bunch of different features. Uh, one of the important ones that uh, is only possible because of the fact that the system learns over time is this notion of the reliability of the source that produced that rumor. And this is really important because you can have sources that are really popular, right? Bloomberg, CNBC, you name it, right? And they're generally speaking fairly reliable, but not always. There's actually really popular sources that aren't reliable. And then there's, of course, on the flip side of that, there's sources that are very poorly known that have no real popularity, but that are extremely reliable when it comes to other sources picking up that chatter later on. So reliability is defined as the rapidness with which that rumor propagates throughout the ecosystem. So we're, we're not saying that it's necessarily going to turn into a transaction, but here's what's really, really interesting and the insight that we discovered after doing our research. many rumors by themselves can impact the price of the stock, much less, of course, if they turn into transactions. So mm-hmm. the rumor, depending on how rapidly it propagates by itself, has an impact on the price. Interesting. Interesting. And I know from speaking to you and you just verbalized before, it is work in process. I understand because, you know, you, you guys are like going west of the Mississippi here. You know, you're blazing. You know, no <laughs> one else that I know of, Andres, is doing this. So, again, you're kind of like Lewis and Clark, you know, the first ones west of the Mississippi. So, again, I understand and I want my listeners to know it's work in progress, but still – you know, I, I, I know that, you know, every day, uh, every few days, you know, you're always you're always trying to upgrade the product. And, and, and again, I, I mean, I love the product. Um, I get some great ideas. You know, when I see something flash up, because I get that, you know, I get it in real time text messaging. Correct. And which I think is just fabulous. And um, and, and oftentimes if I'm doing something and I see a name that I had put on my radar screen, I immediately drop what I'm doing and I immediately see if I can get, you know, if I can get some more information in real time on what I just saw on your feed to me. And I thought that that's just, I thought that was fabulous. And uh, explain a little bit about it's a subscription model and how do you guys monetize? And in layman's terms, how do you guys make money on this? 
Yeah, we, we charge a, a monthly uh, subscription model, as you correctly described. So there's a few different tiers. Um, they get you more or, or fewer features, obviously. It's honestly uh, very affordable. The, the highest tier um, is $39 if, uh, if uh, at last check, if I, if I uh, remember correctly. I haven't actually looked at the pricing recently. No problem. Myself. But um, yeah, the, uh, and, and with that, you basically get the, the whole pipeline. And as you correctly mentioned, because it's a learning product, that means that it gets better under the hood, even you know, irrespective of whether the, the, the UI changes, it's getting smarter in terms of finding new sources, in terms of being more accurate, in terms of what's a rumor and what's not, although that's almost basically 100% at this point anyway. And then in terms of finding new features that can add value, like this reliability score. When we first launched this product, we didn't have that reliability score. Now we're working on understanding the actual text inside the rumor so that we can parse out things that are opinion, things that are, are, are analysis, things that are ideas. You know, we, we don't know exactly what all the categories are going to look like, but that's another phenomenal feature because it just further reduces the noise and, and further increases the, the signal that you're going to get from from our product. And, and to your point about deliverability, so we obviously have the text messaging or email that you mentioned. We have a desktop product and we're about to launch a full mobile app as well. So you'll be able to get the rumors that way uh, in a nice, clean format. Yeah, that's right. Correct. Now, you mentioned $39. I just want my listeners worldwide to know that this is a monthly subscription, correct? Not a, it's, it's per month, correct? The number that you mentioned, 39 or approximately, and you mentioned it's a three-tier it's monthly, correct? That's not for one year. It's yeah, yeah, per month, that is correct. correct? That's, so the pro, the pro version is $39 a month. Then we have a, another version called premium that's $29 a month. And then the standard version is $19 per month. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Now, another question that I have, uh, and let me pivot a little bit towards institutions uh, or hedge funds. Do you Does RumorHound offer a Cadillac version for for highly sophisticated institutions or hedge funds, or is that a different website that that uh, that feed into that uh, for those people? Uh, yeah, you would contact our sales team, but you're right. Uh, we offer all of uh, you know the product as an API, so you can plug this right into, say, you're a quant hedge fund, for example, and we do have customers doing exactly that to leverage these signals in, in a number of different ways. So, um, and, and by the way, we also have corporates that are using this. So uh, there's a corporate uh, M&A software uh, provider that, that, you know, their software helps securitize or secure the deal room uh, information back, back and forth between companies. They leverage this product to, for their sales force to better prospect because before they were basically just, you know, throwing darts blindly at, at a dartboard, and now they have a, a targeted tool that their salespeople can know which companies to reach out to that are much more likely to be in, in the beginning or early stages of, of an M&A transaction and, and close more effectively. They found we were finding like 40% of deals that they had no idea had happened because they have, they have history on all the deals that have closed from you know however many years they've been in business, and they did an analysis of their data versus ours and found there was value. So there's those types of folks. Long-term investors can use this. Uh, say you, you, any kind of short position you have, this is a great disaster insurance policy or a way to, you know, know when to maybe get in or, or out of a position due to volatility that comes in. And then on the, you know, the quant side that are kind of the higher frequency, you know, faster turnover traders, they can leverage this uh, to, to trade opportunistically 
or, or even modulate signals that they might have. So yes, we have those things available and they are being used by, by a number of different institutions. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I have to tell you, this is, this is a phenomenal tool. Um, and again, uh, when, I'm, when I'm off show at, and I speak to obviously many of my listeners worldwide, um, they always ask me if there are, again, you know, uh, other tools that they could use to help them possibly, possibly identify uh, M&A activity. And um, you, yeah, you're totally a, a go-to to, uh, to my listeners worldwide. And that's why I think it's just a natural, natural fit. Um, and I want all my listeners, like I mentioned, worldwide to, you know, hop in and, and take a look at your website, which is rumorhound.ai. Now, again, Andres, you guys are, you know, you, you, you're a bunch of smart guys doing, doing this AI stuff. Um, are you working on other, are there other services? Because I know Rumor Hound, you and I had had a conversation off show uh, a few days ago. Now, Rumor Hound is, is under the umbrella of a bigger company that you work for, correct? And are there other things going on? Uh, that you could talk about other products on the websites or anything that you'd like to talk about or that you can talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have a veritable smorgasbord of products that we are either working on and a few of which are already live. So our, you're correct. Our parent company that, that uh, built the rumor hound product is called a uh, that, that uh, website is, A-C-C-R-E-T-E dot A-I. So it's a Crete dot A-I. And, you know, our, our mission really as a company is to scale up human expertise by compounding the world's knowledge. What we mean by that is we want to build machines, artificial intelligent machines that can automate the analytical tasks that knowledge workers have done for, for decades um, with the output being actual predictions about real world business problems. So, we started in finance because that was our, our area of expertise, but we've rapidly started expanding into other arenas. But within the world of finance, the product that, um, that is now launching in beta and, uh, you know, we're looking to potentially secure a, a very key relationship with, uh, with a broker to, to have this integrated into their platform is called Topic Deltas. And basically what that's bringing is this artificially intelligent analytical capability to earnings calls. Um, or, or I should be, to be more precise, earnings called transcripts, essentially giving our, uh, our users the ability to listen in on every conference call of a growing universe of thousands of global equities as if they had a digital superhuman analyst that understood that particular company's industry inside and out, taking very granular notes on that call on every topic that was discussed and how that discussion compared to that same topic in a prior call spotting all these little nuances and how the, the CEO or other, you know, uh, other, other you know, uh, participants on the call talked about it and then distilling all of that down into both a, a score for that company and a way to benchmark how it's uh, being, how it's comparing against its peers. And we're finding there's, even though earnings calls are sort of this commoditized data set that everybody has access to, there's actually a lot of alpha buried in there if you, if you can analyze them in a more, thorough and accurate way. And that's what we're finding with topic deltas. Well, yeah, I mean, to your point, Andres, it's, it's all about trying to find 
additional alpha, correct? Because that's the reason yeah. why, I mean, by definition, why people invest because alpha by definition is if you if you if you're getting a, a t- you know the best alpha that must by by definition you think you're making a lot of money correct yeah uh, exactly it's you know out, outperforming the the market effectively on a risk adjusted basis and that's what we aim that, to do with all of our products yes now now andres if there are people listening on my show that want to get a bit more granular on anything that you have mentioned over the last 20 minutes, could you give us your email address so they could contact you if they just want to get a bit more granular and so they can at least email you? Could you, uh, could you at least yes, uh, give out your email address to, uh, to my listeners worldwide and repeat it a couple times? Happy to. Yeah, it's Andres at Accrete.ai. So my first name at Accrete.ai, that's spelled A-N-D-R-E-S at A-C-C-R-E-T-E dot A-I. Okay, that's, uh, that, that's great. And, and again, um, um, I'm, so, I'm so glad, Andres, that you were able to carve out uh, 20 minutes and hop on the phone uh, with me, you know, hop on the show. Um, you know, I, I, again, um, I'd be remiss if my, my job, like I always say, Andres, is to help my listeners identify potential takeover targets. And um, like I, you know, just to reiterate, if I had a toolbox, uh, you're just kind of a a new special tool that's in my toolbox. And I welcome all my listeners worldwide to go to your website, Andres, the rumorhound.ai to get, you know, more information on your subscription model that you had mentioned. And you said you believe it's, um, uh, it's three tier, correct? Like uh, possibly 19 bucks, 29 Yes, yeah, nineteen yeah. approximately nineteen bucks, twenty nine bucks, thirty nine bucks, and as you get elevated, you get more bang for your for your for your dollar. Correct. Correct. Yeah, exactly. In, you get more in, of those in, in, features in layman's but... terms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, I mean, at the end of the day, I, you, you know, one of those texts could could easily pay for a whole year subscription. Uh, you know, it, it, you know, it really can. So I'm not here to spend my listeners' money, but I would, you know, again, I'd like them to continue to do their due diligence by uh, by going to rumorhound.ai. Uh, Andres, I is there anything else that you'd like to, you know, would you like to leave off with in reference to Rumorhound or in reference to a creek before I let you hop? Yeah, no, I mean, uh, thank you so much for having me on the show. Uh, you're absolutely right, by the way. The, you know, I didn't talk about this, but the Rumorhound product has, by just its very nature, caught uh, a total of 60-plus deals since we launched it early. So early might be a few days. It could be weeks. It could be months. But, you know, the product is definitely, ca- you know, capturing real deals, uh, deal announcements ultimately. And uh, we expect, as we continue to grow its intelligence, to be able to refine 
the, the number of rumors that uh, are necessary to then actually translate into actual deals. Today, it's about uh, 11 or 12 percent of all rumors are associated with one of these deals. And, and eventually, we, we hope to make that number grow up, uh, go even higher. So I welcome anybody to email me at the email address I gave, Andres at Accrete.ai. Check out RumorHound, check out Accrete, see the other products that we're working on. Uh, happy to talk to anybody that's interested in uh, digging further. Okay, Andres, listen to me. You know you always have an open invitation. Any, you know, either you or, or any of your pals over at RumorHound, you're my new friends. And, and again, I use RumorHound because if there's something that jumps out at me, that then enables me to, to do a, a bit more of a deep dive. And that's how I use the product. I, I, I see something, it grabs me, and then all of a sudden I get entrenched in that name and it enables me to do, 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 a, do a, a bit of a deep dive. And like I said, because Andres, I always encourage, like you encourage, you know, you, you, everyone that uses your service, I encourage all my listeners worldwide to do their own homework, to do their own due diligence, because... Because RumorHound, again, is an awareness tool and never provides investment advice, correct? Absolutely. No, you're using it 100% the right way. It's not a silver bullet. You, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a starting point, a good one at that, but um, it's a starting point to then, you know, do that deeper research and, and make an, an ultimate decision based on the, on the you know, okay. confluence of information that you find. That's great. Okay, Andres, again... I applaud you. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for thanks for speaking to all my listeners worldwide. Um, you know, say hello to the you know to the team for me. Um, and again, you and everyone else always have has an open invitation to call in at at, at any time on my show. Okay, Andres. Thank you so much, Bobby. Appreciate the invite. Okay. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Bye bye. Okay. Great. Okay, my listeners. That was Andres. Deanna from RumorHound. He's head of product development. Again, more I can't say. Um, you know, RumorHound, just you go to their website, rumorhound.ai. Um, you know, it's a subscription model. Um, I use RumorHound because it enables me to, uh, you know, to, to find certain companies that there might be some M&A chatter on and then, then it, I go to the next step, like I mentioned to Andres. Um, you know, it enables me to, you know, to do a deeper dive, and uh, that's, you know, he, like Andres said, it just tries to get you from point A to point B, and I think it does a great job at that. So, so that was RumorHound, and again, go to RumorHound.ai, do your own homework on this product, and uh, I think you'll like it. I really do. Okay, um, again, a little housekeeping here. Takeover Talk is now charging a nominal, come on, come on, people, a nominal $5 service fee to listen to each national show. All listeners worldwide are on the honor system. That's right. That's right. That's right, my friends. Everyone is on the honor system. And we ask you to finish listening to your individual show first before remitting payment. Uh, we accept PayPal and Venmo. Uh, just use TakeoverTalk at AOL.com. That's right. Just use TakeoverTalk at AOL.com to remit payment. And again, um, we take PayPal and Venmo and just 
Use Takeover Talk at AOL.com to remit payment. And uh, it's a nominal $5 service fee. So if you're listening to it live or you're going to be listening to it at a later date in the archives, uh, please, there's a $5 nominal service fee. And I'd like to think everybody gets at least $5 worth of value for listening to me for one hour. Okay. Uh, Also, I wanted everyone to be aware that you can now follow me on Twitter. That's correct. You can now follow me on Twitter at Takeover Talk. That's right. You can now follow me on Twitter, and that is at Takeover Talk. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to – let me take a look at the clock here. I have a good 15 minutes which is which which is perfect. I, I just wanted to go to the um but you know before I go to the emails, there was a name that I wanted to mention to my listeners worldwide. Uh I don't believe I've ever mentioned this name as a potential takeover target. Um it's in the biotech space. You may want to jot this name down. Just so you know, over the last few months, this name has gotten destroyed in reference to stock price. Destroyed. It's Teva Pharmaceuticals. Okay? T-E-V-A. Tom, Eddie, Victor, Apple. Uh, Teva Pharmaceuticals is one of the largest uh, generic drug makers in the world. And like I said, this name has gotten obliterated over the last few months. Uh, Last time I checked, earlier today, it was trading at approximately $8.90. I believe the 52-week high is as high as 26, and the low, which I think was a a couple days ago, was $8.35. Now, yeah, this name, uh, I think, recently uh, got caught up in the opioid litigation um, stuff recently, uh, like with Purdue Farmer, and which is a private company. And they just took Teva Pharmaceuticals out to the woodshed here. Um, I don't know. I think it's just a good starting point. You may just want to – it's worth a look here. I want everyone to know in reference to due diligence, I, I do believe there's plenty of debt on the books on this name. So please be careful when you're doing your due diligence and your homework in reference to Teva. But, you know, this has been a name that over the last, I don't know, two, three, four years, has, you know, there's been plenty of, plenty of M&A chatter on this name, Teva Pharmaceuticals. So like I, you know, like I mentioned in the past that sometimes, you know, past becomes prologue. Uh, my friend, you know, William Shakespeare said, which means the past is sometimes a preface, which is an introduction to the future. And uh, maybe just maybe um, this name is getting, you know, just by stock price, you know, a gravity is kicking in and just maybe, maybe, you know, a strategic is looking at this 
thinking that maybe there's some value here. So I'd be remiss if I didn't have all my listeners just put Teva Pharmaceuticals, T-E-V-A, on their radar screen. Again, there's some real risk in this name, so you got to do your homework. I believe uh, a week ago or two weeks ago, I had added uh, a, uh, a rival of Teva uh, as a potential takeover target, which was Myelin Labs, M-Y-L, Mary Yellow Larry. So, you know, why not now put Teva Pharmaceuticals on that list as well? Um, if generic drug maker, like I mentioned, has just gotten obliterated the last few months and uh, plenty of hair on this name, but uh, oftentimes when they're with the most hair, there could be, could be tremendous opportunity as well. Um, but we'll see how this name plays out. So that was uh, Teva Pharmaceuticals, and I want everyone to put Teva on their radar screen. All right. I, uh, I do want to get to a bunch of emails that, uh, that I received over the last few days. Uh, one was from Denmark. Frenchie from Denmark was asking me, is there opportunity in the oil patch? And if so, is there a handful of names that I could mention so he could put, so he could do some due diligence on Yes, Frenchie from Denmark. And by the way, thank you for thank you for emailing me from Denmark. Uh, again, I, like I tell many people, uh, my listening base is not only here in the United States, but it's again worldwide. Uh, this show, the BBS Radio One Hour Show, I'm told we're in 36 countries. So, Frenchie, uh, I hope you have a pencil, piece of paper. Let me give you a, a bunch of names that are in the oil patch that I want you to do some homework on. Um, a lot of these names are in that hot area of the Permian Basin. Uh, that is where Anadarko, uh, I believe, is drilling and just got taken over by Occidental Petroleum. So some names in the oil patch, let me give them to you, jot them down. Uh, Pioneer, which is PXD, Apache, APA, uh, Laredo, Larry Paul Ida, uh, Parsley Energy, Paul Eddy, Callan Energy, Charlie Paul Eddy, Carrizo Oil and Gas, that is Charlie Robert Zebra Oscar, and then rounded rounded off by a much bigger name, and there has been plenty of chatter on is Conoco Phillips, Charlie Oscar Paul. So Frenchie from Denmark. Let me just give you those symbols again, and everyone could jot them down: PXD Pioneer Apache Adam Paul Apple. 
Laredo, which is Larry Paul Ida. Parsley Energy, P.E. Callan Petroleum, Charlie Paul Eddy. Carrizo Oil and Gas, Charlie Robert Zebra Oscar. And Conico Phillips, Charlie Oscar Paul. Okay. Uh, I'd like to take uh, an email from Mary calling, uh, emailing me from Maine, asking me if I could revisit maybe certain names that I had identified as potential takeover targets, where after I mentioned the stock has gone down and still may be op- an opportunity. Uh, well, I, obviously, I got plenty of those, just so you know. Not every name that I identify takes off, that's for sure. Uh, nobody bats a thousand. Um, but Mary from Maine, I'd like to give you two names that I had mentioned that I think it's they're both worth worth a look down at the levels where they're currently trading. Uh, one is Pitney Bowes, Paul Boy Ida. Uh, if you remember back in the day, uh, maybe they still have Pitney Bowes machines where you would put postage on. I believe they're a much bigger solutions company these days. Um, I believe Pitney Bowes is currently trading at $3.90. Uh, I believe the low is, I had a, I don't have it in front of me, but I think the low is like around $3 and 30 cents and the 52 week high is closer to $9. Um, I think I had read something a while back that this name could be ripe for a potential M&A transaction with a private equity company, but please continue to do your own due diligence on that. Then there's one name here, uh, GameStop, GameStop, George Mary Eddy. Uh, that is the uh, retailer where gamers um, purchase uh, cartridges and, 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 and stuff to play games on their computer. Uh, GameStop is currently trading around $7.50. And... Uh, just be careful on this name because I believe GameStop, I believe, may be coming out with earnings shortly. Uh, so we'll get more of an insight in reference to the granularity of what's going on over there. But, you know, two names, again, I would keep an eye on that had come down since I had originally mentioned them. Uh, one being Pitney Bowes, PBI. Uh, the next one being GameStop, GME. You know, oftentimes, you know, people are cautious uh, because sometimes when things get cheap, they could always get cheaper. Uh, that's de- that's defined, I believe, as a value trap. So I can't tell you either way if these two names will end up being value traps. I hope not. I can only... Uh, I'd like to think that there could be some value 
in these two names. And what do I always say? Something is only worth what somebody is willing to pay for it. So, again, continue to put Pitney Bowes, PBI, and Game Stop on your radar screen. Okay? Yes. Um, another email that I received was in reference to the ASCO conference, which is the oncology conference is currently going on, I believe, in Chicago. And an email, this person did not tell me where they're from, but it was Jimmy was asking me, since ASCO is currently going on in Chicago, the big oncology conference, can I provide him with a bunch of names that he could put on his radar screen so he could do his due diligence. Um, yeah, I, yeah, let me, Jimmy, just, you know, give you a bunch of names that, that are in the oncology space, uh, do some homework on. Uh, one name that has been running here like a champ, Ari Biopharma, symbol Adam Robert, Robert Yellow. That stock is, I think he even hit a 52-week high today. Um, Agios, symbol Adam George Ida Oscar. Then there is Glovis Oncology, CLVS. Um, that's been a name for many years. Uh, could be, could be a potential takeover target. I know that name, Globus, has come down dramatically over the last few months. Um, then there's PBYI, another name that has got totally taken out to the woodshed. Uh, that's Puma Bio, I believe, PBYI. Put Puma Bio on your uh, radar screen as well. Um, so, yeah. So, Jimmy, that was Ari, A-R-R-Y, Globus Oncology, C-L-V-S, Agios, A-G-I-O. Um, also, put uh, Bluebird Bio. Uh, I believe they're a gene therapy company. Uh, that's a name that I believe earlier today came across my computer I think they got favorable EU conditional marketing approval for one of their one of their drugs. That's Bloomberg Bio and Insight I N C Y. Ida Nancy Charlie Yellow. I'd like everyone to put those names, especially Jimmy, put put those names on your radar screen as well. Wow. I have to tell you, my hour's already up. Wow. It's great. I have to tell you. Um, 
Again, a little housekeeping. The show's almost over. Takeover Talk is now charging a nominal $5 service fee to listen to each of my national shows and all listeners worldwide. Please, you're on the honor system. And we ask of you to finish listening to your individual show first before remitting payment. Again, if you're listening live or an archive, please remit $5. It's a nominal $5 service fee. And, you know, we accept PayPal and Venmo and just use TakeoverTalk at AOL.com to remit payment with either PayPal or or Venmo. Um, If you would like to contact me by email, any questions, please shoot me off an email at TakeoverTalk at AOL.com. That's right. If you would like to contact me, any questions, anything, shoot me off an email at takeovertalk at AOL.com. There's been quite a few people recently uh, emailing me in reference to the special uh, three-month subscription. Yes, so please email me in reference to that at takeovertalk at AOL.com. Again, to all my listeners worldwide, I have to tell you, It's such an honor to serve each and every one of you, really. It really is. Um, I just want to thank you all for joining me today. And um, I'll be back next Monday for another hour of uh, Takeover Talk. And all I could tell everyone is just have a wonderful and profitable week. And bye-bye.